0: I'm so excited that you have a chance to hear this bonus episode, and before we get into the show, I want to just take a moment to acknowledge one of our awesome sponsors, and I've been using this product way before they sponsored the show. You probably have heard me gush about my favorite snack, and that's the perfect bar, the perfect bar, perfectly named. (laughs) And one thing most people really don't know about me is I'm a major snacker, snack, snack. It's really important for me to make sure I'm getting enough protein and enough energy throughout the day. So that's why I love Perfect Bar. Perfect Bars are fresh-from-the-fridge protein bars, and they're packed with protein, like packed with protein, 17 grams of whole food protein per bar. And they come in these just absolutely delicious flavors with this cookie dough-like texture. I'm talking about dark chocolate chip peanut butter, coconut peanut butter, salted caramel... They're really delicious. Sometimes I cut them up into little squares and put them in the freezer and have them as like a dessert. And they're made with freshly ground peanut butter, organic honey, 20 organic superfoods. And they can also come in these little snack-sized bars. Perfect Bar knows that it will be love at first bite. So for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try the refrigerated protein bars for free. Here's how it works. Sign up for email or text and upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store, and they'll reimburse you the cost of one bar. Directly to your Venmo or PayPal account. Pretty cool, right? All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com/slash Gabby to get a free perfect bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com slash Gabby to get a free perfect bar today. Happy snacking. Daddy. Hey there. Welcome to Dear Gabby. I'm your host, Gabby Bernstein. And if you landed here, it is absolutely no accident. It means that you're ready to feel good and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Let's get started. Welcome back to Dear Gabby, my friend. Welcome back. I'm so happy that you are here. This bonus episode is a live talk. It's a live talk that I led in Los Angeles many years ago, and it's super applicable now. It's all about getting into spiritual alignment and releasing any resistance to our manifesting power. When we follow the practices in this episode, we can actually open up to a tremendous amount of connection to the universe. This episode touches on how we can be grateful for the tough stuff, This will help you compassionately witness those parts of yourself, those shadow sides, and see all the growth opportunities. I'm going to teach you how to give off the right signal to create more of what you want, to really tell the universe, this is what I want. I'll teach you how to align your energy with the universe and co-create with the universe in a way where you can truly see your manifestations come into form. This episode's gorgeous, and I'm so excited that you're here, and I'm so excited that you can listen to it and enjoy this journey. If you want more manifesting methods like this, go to deargabby.com forward slash manifesting challenge. I am leading my 21-day manifesting challenge starting on January 1st. I do this once a year. I do not want you to miss it. Head over to deargabby.com forward slash manifesting challenge. Enjoy this episode release the blocks to the presence of your manifesting power and put it into action and leave a review to let me know how it goes. I love, love, love hearing your feedback. Enjoy the show. The number one block to our happiness is not the issues that we think we have, but it's the blocks to the presence of love within us. It's the resistance to the presence of love within us. It's the resistance to the light, it's the resistance to the magnitude, it's the resistance to our receptivity, our awesomeness, our expansiveness, our attractiveness, our power. Our only problem is that we resist love. That's what we're here to talk about tonight. Just when you think things get good, your resistance will come right back in. Your resistance might show up in unique ways. You're in that romantic relationship and you start sabotaging that relationship because you're afraid that if they leave you, you'll die. Or maybe your resistance is a little bit like mine where you wake up in the morning and there's one story that's just in your brain and it just won't stop, it won't stop, it won't stop, and then you fix that issue. And then some other story comes into your brain and then that issue just takes over and it takes residence in your story. And then you fix that issue and then another story takes over and you just get into that story. Anybody familiar with this? (laughs) Resistance, resistance, resistance. We resist in so many different ways. We resist through attack thoughts and judgment and separation and jealousy. Whenever we're looking at somebody else and saying, oh, they've got this and I should have that or I'm not good enough or making fun of someone or, or attacking them or putting them down or gossiping, resistance to love, resistance to oneness, resistance to light. Your only problem is your resistance to love. Love, happiness, joy is your true nature. It's who we are. We just forgot. We just forgot. I have dedicated my life, my career, my own personal journey and purpose to just getting on these stages one week at a time to remind you that we forgot. Because it's our journey here in these bodies at this time to be in the experience of unlearning all those resistance stories, unlearning all the fear, unlearning all the chaos, unlearning all the judgment, so that we can remember how amazing it is to dwell in peace, how wonderful it is to choose joy, how amazing it is to say, I want to forgive. I don't want to carry that grievance anymore. I don't want to hang on to this anymore. That's how we bust through the blocks. We bust through the blocks not by trying to seek for love, but by removing everything that is in the way of the presence of love that's already within us. Are you ready for that? Is anybody walking around feeling like, I'm doing all these things, I'm hamster in a wheel, I'm going from this thing to the next thing, this thing to the next thing, but I just don't really know what I'm doing it all for. Anybody with me on that? Anybody feeling pain every day? My hands up. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think we realize the pain we're in because we move so fast. We move so fast so we don't have to feel that pain. We think so fast so that we don't have to feel that pain. We talk so fast. We eat so fast. We drink so fast. We just go, go, go because we don't want to realize that we're in pain. Living in that separation from love, living in that resistance is just so devastating. Unconsciously, we feel guilty because we know that that's not our true nature, We feel alone, we feel separate, we feel judged, we feel attacked, we feel like everybody else has it under control, but we don't. And we create the blocks and the blocks and the blocks that we build up against that presence of love because we become so faithful in the presence of fear. We've saved our faith for fear. And in effect, we forgot about the love that we have that's within us. And so I really want to be very vulnerable with you tonight and very open with you tonight and share stories of my own experience that have been coming up for me. Because the truth is, is that if I don't get real with you, then you can't remember that this is real for you too. We're all in it together. We're all in it together. We all have the same problem and we all have the same solution. We all have the same problem, which is that we separated from love. And we all have the same solution, which is that we can return. So let's just open our hearts to what that means, that each and every one of us in this room, we're all in it together, we're all suffering, and we all have the same solution. And even if you're like, I'm actually really happy, I don't really know what the hell she's talking about. Anybody with me on that? (laughs) You probably wouldn't be here if that was the case. (laughs) Let me just face it, I don't think we know anyone that's just walking around perfectly content. Living in the times that we're in, no matter how awesome everything is lined up in your life, and how perfect everything is, just being alive at this time, you're the effect of all the dramas that are going on in the world. There's no way that you can't feel the magnitude of what's happening with the refugees. There's no way you can feel the magnitude of what's happening with gun control in this country. There's just no way that you can't feel the effect of what's going on in this world. So no matter how strong your mental and spiritual condition may be, you're still going to experience the hit of what's happening. So what do we do? We strengthen that spiritual condition. The level of our happiness will be a direct reflection of the level of our spiritual condition. So I have several steps that I want to take you through that are designed to help you bust through these blocks, and they're beautiful lessons that I've been applying regularly in my own life so that as these blocks are presented to me each day, I have a tool to bring to them so that I don't become them. So they don't think they are me. So I don't start to believe that my life is chaotic or believe that I am incomplete or believe that I am out of control. But instead realize, no, that is my resistance to love and I have a way out. I have a way out. I was reading a book by one of my favorite teachers, Kenneth Wapnick, who's passed, and Ken was really referencing and quoting A Course in Miracles. And he was talking about how in the course, There is this lesson about being grateful for the tough stuff. Here's the line. We should be grateful for all situations that make us most uncomfortable, because without them, we could not know there is something unhealed in us. Be grateful for the situations that are the most uncomfortable, because without them, we could not know that there is something unhealed in us. That was so major for me. I just thought to myself, thank you. Thank you. It's okay that I am in pain. It's okay that I'm in this place of suffering. It's okay that maybe for the past year I was going through a dark night of the soul and I didn't even realize it. It's okay, Gabby, because you know what? This is divine. This experience of discomfort, this experience of pain is forcing you to see what is hidden. The Course says something along the lines of, do not be afraid of what is hidden. Be afraid of its hiddenness. So be afraid of why you're hiding. Be afraid of the fact that you cannot see it. And so our work is to begin by saying thank you. Thank you to the chaotic stories. Thank you to the discomfort. Thank you to the addiction. Thank you to the lover who left. Thank you to the disease that you've been afraid of thank you to the difficult circumstances that you may not have been able to wrap your head around or understand why, 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 why me. Instead, say thank you for presenting to me the hidden parts of my shadow that I still need to see. Does that make you feel good? Makes me feel really good. So this next step is a little lighter and it's a beautiful step. The step is give off the right signal. When we're walking around feeling blocked, it's not because the universe hates us or because we suck or because there's something wrong with us specifically. It's because we're just giving off the wrong vibration. We're just giving off the wrong signal. And if you're in a room like this, there's a part of you that believes in this, that has a faith in some way that what you feel you will create. And so many of us are walking around thinking, okay, well, when I have that thing, then I'm going to be happy. But really, when I'm happy, I'll have that thing. It's far different, right? When we are happy, when we are in the energy of joy, when we are in the energy of light and love and magnitude and and peace and grace, that is when we begin to experience the receptivity that is available to us, that's in our awareness, that's in our consciousness, that we can attract into our life in any given moment. But the blocks that we're here to talk about tonight, those blocks are just really merely a reflection of the vibration that we're in. I was walking around in a story of, if I'm not productive, I am not alive. Anybody <laughs> I see some people in the front going, mm-hmm. If I am not productive, I am not alive. Take that in. And I think I've been living with this belief since I was born. If I'm not productive, I'm not alive. If I'm not productive, it won't get done. How much does that suck? Because it's all on me. So do you want to know my new mantra? It's so good. Everything is happening around me. I'm fully taken care of. Everything is happening around me and I am fully taken care of. And last night I came home from this dinner with my girlfriends and I was just like buzzing from the dinner. You know when you like want to go to bed but you're just like high from the party? Not from that party, but you know. (laughs) High on your own supply. And I was quite psyched about just feeling jazzed up about my LA posse and just feeling really good about myself and having a good high from my friends. And I got into bed and I couldn't fall asleep. So I took it to the YouTube and I start following whatever was coming up for me, whatever YouTube wanted me to watch. And my YouTube likes me to watch ghosts and metaphysical people. And so I land on Abraham Hicks and Esther Hicks channeling the Abrahams. and If you're not familiar, she channels these entities that talk about the law of attraction. And then a video came up that was about the Abrahams channeling Dr. Dyer. And I was like, oh, this is good, I gotta watch this one. (laughs) So I turn on, and Wayne Dyer was one of my dearest friends and my mentor, and I gotta tell you guys, I am much closer to him now. I have some crazy stories. And so last night was one of them. It's one of those bootleg videos where somebody was recording it in the audience and puts it up on YouTube. And they put this beautiful image of Wayne, just like with a black backdrop and just his gorgeous face. And here he was, and it was, his eyes were like piercing at me. And so here I am, and I'm just staring at his face while the Abrahams channel Wayne. And he's like, hey guys, you know, I know you're not gonna wanna hear this, but it's a lot better here. And he goes on and on and on to just really reiterate all the things that he came here in the physical body to teach us. If you believe it, you will see it. And that when you flow in the vibrational frequency of joy and love, then the universe totally has your back. And I just heard all the things I know when I preach, but I just heard them in a new way because Wayne was guiding me on YouTube to watch him and listen to him that night. It was just a gentle reminder that we have to choose what we want to focus on. What are we choosing to focus on every single day? For 36 years, I've been choosing to focus on the fact that if I'm not productive, I won't be alive. That if I'm not productive, then I'm dead. Productivity is greater than God. This is a limiting belief that I was focusing on, whether I didn't even realize it. And so what do I want to focus on right now? I want to focus on this energy of everything is happening around me. I'm fully taken care of. Can you see how good that feels to me? Can you feel how open that is for me? Everything is happening around me. I'm fully taken care of. And so when you have this desire, the next step is to really lean into finding ways in your life that you can find spiritual proof of what it feels like to be in that desire. And if you don't have it yet, then just even simply saying it out loud begins to feel good, like what I just did. Saying it out loud to me, that feels good to me. And so part of it was at first just walking around telling people, I am fully taken care of, everything is happening around me. I actually got on the stage tonight and they were handing me the microphone and moving the tables, and I was like, everything is happening around me. My girlfriends upstairs were like, no, you should wear that dress. And I was like, I will wear whatever you tell me because everything is happening around me. Now let's take a quick ad break for a brand that I love, Origins. I've been collaborating with them a lot lately and it's been really fun to talk about these products because I use them every single day. And I'm really in love with the checks and Balances Frothy Face Wash. I just used it. It's just the perfect face wash that just foams without making your skin feel stripped or tight afterwards. I've been doing a lot of saunas lately as a way to relax, and I recently started putting a mask on before getting into the sauna. I love the Origins Clear Improvement Charcoal Honey Mask to purify and nourish my skin. And with the holiday season coming up, I've already bought multiple gift sets. I hope my family are not listening. Origins, the pioneering nature-infused skincare brand, has elevated gift sets that will surprise and delight everyone on your holiday shopping list. Origins creates transformative skincare with naturally derived ingredients to noticeably improve how skin looks and feels. Origins has a long history of commitment to our planet by reducing waste and caring for our natural resources. All of Origins' holiday gift set cartons are plastic-free, recyclable, and sourced from responsibly managed forests. And for every tree harvested, new trees are planted. To date, the brand has planted over 2 million trees around the world, so you can feel good about the gifts you're giving this season from Origins. They have so many awesome gift sets. They have a five-mask starter kit that includes Origins' five masking favorites. I mean, it just goes on and on, so just check this out. Get Origins gift sets today. Available at Origins.com. Often people believe that we need to push and control to get what we want in life. Well, my friend, let me tell you, pushing is one of the greatest blocks to attracting what we want. When we're pushing and controlling, we're actually deflecting what we want. Being a super attractor, as I call it, is all about strengthening your faith and tuning into the energy of love, allowing the universe to catch up with your dreams. So I'm going to hook you up and help you get into that energetic alignment with the universe. I'm going to give you two free manifesting meditations. A lot of my responses to the Q&As on this show are really guiding people to meditate, to tune in to align their energy with the energy of the universe. So I'm hooking you up. I'm giving you two free manifesting meditations. Just go to deargabby.com slash free meditations to get instant access. That's deargabby.com forward slash free meditations. I know these will greatly serve you. So you start to pick up on what does it feel like for me to be around the energy of everything is happening around me and I'm fully taken care of. And so I started to lean into that. And I said, oh, when I'm with my friend Annette, who is my event planner, who takes care of these events and travels with me to different cities and has been with me as my coaching client almost a decade ago, and then my volunteer at my events, because she's like, I think you need some help. And then finally I was like, I think I need to pay you. (laughs) And she's become one of my best friends in the whole world. And The energy that Annette embodies for the people that she loves and the people that she chooses to support is an energy of everything is taken care of and everything is happening around you. And so I know what that feeling is because I have it, because it is in this one area of my life. I know the feeling. I know the experience and the expression of that feeling. If I am taking care of, I'm going to put on my dress and hold a microphone, and all of you are going to feel good. You're going to be in your seats. Everybody's happy. Nothing is going wrong because it is taken care of. So because I have this spiritual proof and I have this beautiful friend that has given me the gift of knowing what that desire feels like, I can choose to lean into that feeling in the areas of my life where that feeling doesn't occur naturally. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh my God, I have a thousand emails to send and -and so-and-so is not getting back to me. And I don't know if this person is not taking the lead and I can say, I'm going to choose deliberately to lean into the feeling of what it feels like to be at wanderlust with Annette. I'm going to deliberately choose to lean into that feeling, and that feeling can clear the block to the presence of the support that is already available to me now. This is it, guys. We know it. We hear it. It sounds woo-woo. We write about it on Instagram, and we post really cute quotes. Let's get real about it. Let's get real about it. What's real about it is that everything is already here, it's already available, it's already in front of us. We just have to release the blocks, the presence of joy and love within us so that we can allow it to come into fruition. That's it, that's it. We have to clear the blocks. So this next step in clearing the blocks is just really dwelling, knowing, okay, okay, I get it, it feels really good in that space. It feels good to say this out loud. And I'm going to make deliberate commitment each day to dwell in that energy of peace and the experience of feeling taken care of. If I don't do that, what is happening? I am manifesting the opposite. I am manifesting the opposite. And so I want you to think about the desire that you have. What is the block that you want to release so that you can have this? What is it that I need to release so I can have the freedom to be who I want to really be? So what is it that you're ready to release? And then what is the desire feeling? What is the desire of the experience that you want to call into your life? And let's choose it. Making a commitment each day to choose to lean into the desire that you want, to lean into the experience that you want, rather than unconsciously choosing the opposite, because ultimately that's what we're all doing. The third step in the unblocking is really starting to look closely at the way that we defend the illusion of fear, the way that we defend and hold it up and stay stuck in it and get caught in it and deeply believe in it. And really, we can't get out of it often unless we're aware of how we defend it. A girlfriend of mine is a fantastic being in the world. She does tremendous, tremendous work. She puts herself out on the line every single day and is creating a movement. But with that loudness and that passion and commitment to her purpose and her cause comes a lot of backlash, right? We're living in a very polarized time. Right. Left. Right. I mean, we can see it very loud and clear politically. We know. So with this extreme commitment that she's made to her activism, there's also this extreme commitment from her haters to take her down. They're almost equally as committed as she is. Almost. They get at her and come at her and create Facebook pages against her and do campaigns to take her down and the social media posting and the driving, driving, driving force of negativity and hate towards her and her mission. And so she started to check in with me and we weren't really that good of friends, but I think that she got the vibe that I might have some information for her. So she'd be like, hey, can we get on a call? And I'd be like, no problem. So she called me and she was telling me, listen, this is driving me crazy. I'm being taken down. I'm being attacked. I don't know what to do. And I've written this entire manifesto of all the reasons that they're wrong. I'm about to go post it on my blog to let everybody know why they're wrong. And I was like, hold up, honey. (laughs) She goes on to tell me that she's got this army of people that she employs that spend each day and each waking moment going on the internet scanning the internet for these trolls, trying to find these crazy people to shut them down, fight back, yell, whatever it is that they need to do on the internet. And so she's after these people and she's dedicating her people's time, her financial resources, her energy, their energy to fight back. And I said, well, how's that making you feel? She said, it feels terrible. It's awful. Every day I wake up, it's war. I said, okay, well, What would it be like if you redirected the energy of this army and decided to turn them into a love army? What if instead of every day spending their time just attacking back and fighting back and writing manifestos to tell everybody why they're wrong, instead you asked these folks to spend their days nurturing, honoring, and loving the people who are actually supporting you? What would it be like if they created a special Facebook page just for your core supporters, your core adopters, the people that love you? It can be a private page, they're there, they're focused with them every day, they're coming up with new campaigns and new ideas and they're getting creative with you and they're on mission with you. And she said, whoa, that feels really good. She hangs up the phone and my friend, she works fast. So she gets to work. She says, army, we are now the love army. Gabby Bernstein says, that's what we're supposed to do. Day in and day out, we're going to send love. We're going to find the good people. We're going to bring the good joy. And I taught her this lesson, which is one of my most profound lessons from A Course in Miracles. In my defenselessness, my safety lies. I said, listen, how about practicing this? How about deciding maybe you stop defending against the illusions of others and instead begin practicing defenselessness? She was digging it. She got into it. She went big. She took my advice. She wasn't going to waste my time. And she said, I'm in. So several months go by and her army became a love army. They started generating so much traffic, so much energy, so much love around this commitment of defenselessness, around this commitment to the people that were supporting them most. And here we are, it's three months later, and she's launching her book in New York City and I go to support her. And at the end of the talk, this lovely young woman walks up to me and she looks at me and she says, hey, you know, I work for so-and-so and she worked for my friend. She said, listen, I just want you to know that that advice that you gave her, not only changed the way we run this business and this mission, but it changed my life. Because every single day I wake up now and I'm excited about what I'm doing, and I'm joyful, and I'm not afraid. And I feel like I'm actually fulfilling the activist mission, which is to show up with love. So I looked at her and I said, in your defenselessness, your safety lies. So I ask you to start to challenge yourselves and look a little bit closely at what are the stories and what are the defenses that you've built up against your own life experiences? What is it that you're holding on to? What is it that you're fighting back? What fight is your fight? And in what way could you choose to practice that defenselessness? In what way could you turn your war off and choose to create your love army? Because the greatest block to the presence of love is being in the defense against love. Defending against love. When we invest in the illusions of others, we become poor. The Course says that insistence means investment. So if we insist in defending against these illusions of others, then we become poor too. We believe in the illusion because we are fighting the illusion. If we choose to be defenseless in that illusion, That's where our freedom lies. So just take a close look at your life and see in what ways am I blocking that love and what ways am I blocking that joy because of the defenses that I have been fighting against and the defenses that I have built up against love. It's a big one. It's a big one and it's a game changer because a lot of times you might be walking through life thinking that your problem, your issue is because of someone else, right? Once again, back to resistance. That is the key sign that you are stuck in the resistance to love is that you're saying, so-and-so is the reason for my discomfort. So-and-so is the reason for my pain and seeing yourself as separate from the attack that you perceive that is being placed upon you. But if you're in a state of defenselessness, then there's nothing to fight against. There's nothing to fight against. Let's take this another step further, which is the next step, which is kindness created you kind. Kindness created you kind. This is a beautiful message from A Course in Miracles. Kindness created you kind. It's really embodying the truth of that oneness, the truth of the fact that when we remember that interconnectedness, that's when that peace begins to fit in. That's when that block begins to dissolve. I had a great experience of this recently. A few months ago, sitting in the, in the kitchen of my house, I have a house that's up on a mountain and it's miles and miles from the street. So no one's really walking up my driveway. It's like really, really steep. No one's walking up. If anything, it's a car that's gonna come up because it's not a walking trip. And I'm sitting in my kitchen having a tea and I look out the window of my kitchen and I see these, three men with black hoodies and black pants and these long black things that are coming down from their arm that look like guns. And they're walking really, really slowly up the mountain. I go into complete terror, complete shock and terror. There are three men walking up the hill coming to kill us. I look at my husband like, we gotta get the hell out of here. We got a back door. We're running down the mountain, we're out terrorized, so afraid of what's coming to me. And out of the corner of my eye, I see them walking closer and I start just moving backwards and I I look at my husband and I say, oh my God, it's the leaf blowers. (laughs) We're laughing and that's good and that's funny, but we have a gun problem in this country. And I shared this story in Canada, and they were laughing their ass off because they don't understand what it feels like to be in your kitchen and actually think they're guns coming to your house. Because that is the first thought that I have today because of the issues we have experienced in this country. That's where my head goes. Not, oh, it's just the leaf blowers. No, there are three men with machetes and guns coming to my house. And the truth of the times that we live in. So I get very angry. I get anger, rage, and I take it to the Instagram. (laughs) I put up this big band sign with the gun in the middle, you know, the gun with like the red symbol on the band sign, and I'm like, this has to stop. Post it on the Instagram, on Facebook, it's like, it's everywhere. Within a few minutes, I'm like, oh, let me check back in, see all my spirit junkies supporting me. Oh, no. They were mad. This created this violent terror war on my Instagram feed of all of these spirit junkies screaming, Gabby, I'm so disappointed in you. I need my gun to support my family, to save and protect my family. How dare you take away the guns? This sends me into a complete rage. I'm looking at my husband like, I'm going back on the Instagram. <laughs> and he looks at me and he says, in your defenselessness, your safety lies. My husband was my guru that day. He nailed it. He reminded me of everything that I teach. Recognize the other person as you. I started to look closely at them and I started to see their fear and their need to hold onto that gun to protect their family is the same fear I have. It's my fear, it's my terror, it's my pain. So I decided that kindness created me kind. I'm going to hold space for anyone's beliefs. I'm not going to deny my own, but I'm going to speak mine with an open heart and a spirit of receptivity. I go back on my Instagram and I said, I welcome all opinions here. Just be kind to one another. I'm open to the conversation." Whatever that conversation may be, because truly it is the spirit junkie moms with their guns and the women that don't have their guns that do come together and support the same gun control. It's the same desire, just two different ways of seeing it through. So kindness created me kind. I chose to redirect that story and not fight against the illusion of others, but instead choose to see them as me. See that their fear, their pain, their suffering is mine, and we're all in it together, and that kindness and that open conversation is actually the only answer to finding solution. So looking in your life at all the ways that you may be judging others for their behavior and saying, well, what is up with me? In what ways am I them? In that judgment of another person, what is it that I am avoiding in myself? What is it that I'm unwilling to see in myself because I am so stuck in my belief systems and start to see that. And and in those moments, you can you can use that beautiful message. Recognize the other person is you. Kindness created me kind and choose to redirect and reframe and see yourself in them. Time for a quick ad break. After having my son four years ago, my hormones were all over the place, and as many women do postpartum, I started to lose my hair. And ever since then, I've been really obsessed with bringing my hair back to its healthiest state, bringing my hair back to life, frankly. And I have seen the most incredible results using my customized Prose products. My hair feels so soft. It feels so strong. And all this is coming from this customized formula called PROS. It's so awesome. You just go to their website and take a super simple quiz. I love a good quiz. They ask you everything from how thick your strands are to if you're experiencing hair shedding to what products you use in your hair. Then they ask you your zip code because they break down the environmental factors based on your zip code. All the things that could be affecting you because of where you live. By analyzing over 85% personal factors. Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. This is the coolest thing. As a carbon neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. So if you're looking to clean up your act in the shower, this is how you do it. If you're not 100% positive Pros is the best hair care, then they will take the products back, no question asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash Gabby. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Gabby for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. And then there's this last step in this unblocking of all that's holding us back, all that's keeping us small. There's one last step that I've been applying. And so these steps are the steps that I've been using lately. That's really what I talk about. I talk about what's up for me lately and the steps that I'm applying lately. So lately, something that has been up for me is that a year ago, I had an intention. I had a desire and I had a goal. And I was still in the story of productivity is what creates something. And this intention was to have a baby. And so I said, okay, great, so I'll have a baby in nine months, and I will be right on point just before my book comes out, perfect timing, get a nanny, I'll be good. And month after month, I was adjusting my schedule, I was moving things around, I was canceling speaking engagements, I was moving my life to reorganize around this forthcoming child, and month after month, I wasn't getting pregnant. I found myself just really stuck in this behavior and pattern of, okay, I have next month coming and nine months later, it's gonna be my book launch and then nine months after that, it's gonna be, so just seeing it nine months ahead, nine months ahead, nine months ahead and constantly controlling and in the suffering and in the story of, oh, this is coming, this is coming. I'm gonna control the outcome of this thing that I need to happen in a time that's convenient for me because my limiting belief is I'm not productive, I will die. And so I need to make sure that this happens in a convenient time because if it doesn't, I'm gonna die. This is the belief system that's ingrained in my being. And whether I was speaking about it or not, it was in me. I was still walking around being like, I'm just consciously conceiving. (laughs) I was consciously controlling this situation. And you know, it started to get worse. People were coming up to me at my lectures and being like, oh my God, like I channeled your spirit baby. And like the spirit baby is saying that you're blocked. I was like, f*** you. (laughs) (laughs) So it started to get dark. And then it was New Year's Eve. And I went to visit some of my friends from college who would all come in from all these different countries that they live in. And they all flew in to come to gather in this house in the country and... They all had children, one child each, around the age of two or three. And all their kids were running around, and my husband and I were there. And I felt so grateful to be with this amazing man that's my husband. But all of a sudden, I just started to get right into this story of separation and the story of, I'm behind. They've all got this thing, and it's not happening for me, and I don't know how to make it happen. And everybody's got this child in front of them, and I don't know what to do. And so I went through the night and I had a great time with my friends, but I felt like a lot of pain that I wasn't able to put into words, but I felt really sad about it. And then I woke up on New Year's Day and I got my period. And I went right into the sadness and the story. And here I was a year later from the day that I decided to conceive with no baby. And I was in my house and a friend of mine was there and... I started to just act out a little bit, and he's like, what's up, what's up? And I just I burst into tears, and I just started to share with him what was coming up for me. And, and in the truth of what I was genuinely feeling, I said, I said, you know, I don't think God's plan is my plan. And actually, I think my plan is in the way of God's plan. And he said to me, honey, that's exactly what it is. Your plan is in the way of God's plan. And so I had no choice that day. I was either going to just stay stuck in that sadness and go into the new year in that place of separation and comparison and judgment. Because if anyone in this room has experienced consciously conceiving, you know, there's a lot of hidden guilt and shame. And there's a shame that you put on yourself, like my body's not doing it or something. I know that there are probably some women in this room. I want to honor you if you've been there with me. And so it's a silent shame that we carry. And I made a commitment on New Year's Day that I wasn't going to carry that silent shame into 2016. And so I went upstairs and I was actually at this place where I was pretty much done with my new book. And I wrote a whole new chapter in an hour. And the chapter is called, When You Think You've Surrendered, Surrender Some More. And I pretty much wrote my medicine. I wrote out my medicine. What are my spiritual steps to surrender? Because I can't go the next year changing my plans and adjusting my calendar and fearing the loss of productivity. I have to live my life and I have to allow, I have to relax. And so I put myself on these steps of spiritual surrender, which is my way of releasing this block. So I wanna share with you your steps of spiritual surrender because in your own ways, there's something that you've been longing for that hasn't been coming because of many reasons. You may not be that vibrational, alignment, or you may be in a belief system that's blocking it, or you may be carrying limiting beliefs that are blocking you from seeing the solutions or taking the next right action or keeping you stuck in a story. And so the steps of spiritual surrender are the final access to releasing that block so that you can truly step in and truly receive. And so I want to take you through these steps. And the first step of spiritual surrender is to take your hands off the wheel You have to understand that the universe will not take from you what you are not willing to give up. The universe will not take from you what you are not willing to give up. So take your hands off the wheel and give it up. Each day, set the devotion. I surrender this. I give this to you. Something that was very profound for me when I was in that conversation with my friend on New Year's Day. I said, if God wants me to be a mother, then I will be a mother. And it's not my plan. I can't micromanage this. This is, this one isn't that way. If God wants me to be a mother, if that is of my highest good, then it will be. So I welcome you. If you're looking for that lover, if God wants me to be a lover, then it will be. If God wants me to be that entrepreneur that I vision, it will be. If God wants me to be in perfect health, it will be. And not letting it be your plan, not letting it be your plan and trusting That whatever is of the highest good is on its way for you. And so just saying those words out loud just put me right into that experience of taking my hands off the wheel. And so each day I just wake up in the morning and I say, I give this to you. I give this to you today. I'll take action, but I'm going to listen. I'm going to take spiritually aligned action. I'm not going to push. I'm not going to control. I'm going to just be receptive. Taking my hands off the wheel. Sometimes just closing my eyes and seeing myself just take my hands off the wheel. And remembering that... The universe cannot take from me what I do not give up. The next step is to turn over time. So when we're in that story of it's nine months later, it's nine months later, or where's the job, or where's the cash, or I'm 45 and I'm single, or whatever the story is that you hold on to, the time is the block, the time is the block. So for me, the way to give up time in this instance was to say, I'm gonna focus my energy and my intention on what it is that I am in right now. Today I'm in Los Angeles with my favorite people, with the rain pouring down, doing what I love to do more than anything. This is my art, this is my craft. It is a privilege to be able to be here and do this with you. And this is where I am right now, so I'm okay. I'm not hung up about why I may or may not be pregnant right now on this stage. Maybe I am, but you never know. (laughs) That would be awesome actually. Good full circle moment. it's just being in the joy of what's up right now what's in front of me right now what is going on right now celebrating this instance there's a beautiful lesson from A Course in Miracles the light has come and my dear friend Robert Holton and I talk about this all the time where it's this concept of people walking around saying the light will come when I have that baby or the light will come when I get pregnant or the light will come when I get but he reminds us that the light has come the light has come and in this moment I am giving birth to this talk In this moment, I am in joy with you. And that's what's up for me. That's the joy in this moment. And so if you're caught up in time, recognize that block and choose to dwell in what it is right now. Choose to dwell in the greatness of what it is right now. You're all good right now, right? Everybody feels like, I'm good. Everybody feel okay? So whatever it is that you think you need, you don't need because right now you've got what you need. And so owning that and accepting that the light has come right now. I'm good right now. The final step in spiritual surrender is to give up the outcome. So focusing on the outcome, letting that focus of the outcome go and celebrating what is in this moment, celebrating what is in the joy of your life today and just giving it up. So I decided to start focusing on the health of my body and focus on the love within my relationship and focus on the bond between me and my husband rather than the thing that I thought I needed to be happy. And so releasing the outcome, giving up time, taking your hands off the wheel, and being in that devotion each day to that spiritual surrender. So each day, devote the day to surrendering the outcome. You can maybe just say, I give this over, I turn this over, I choose to let this go. You maybe want to put your desire in a box and just say, it's gone, it's taken. Give it up. Give it up. So these are our steps to releasing the blocks. Being grateful for the discomfort that we have so that we can see the hiddenness, so that we can see the fear that we've been holding on to. Choosing kindness created you kind. Choosing to see your world in a defenseless state. Choosing to be in that joy in each and every moment and really opening up to that spiritual surrender process. And I want to just let you know that even if you take just one of these tools that we're talking about tonight and begin to apply it, you'll begin to start shedding that block. It's like these brick walls that we build up against that presence of love. And each time we practice that prayer or each time we bring in that meditation or each time we dwell in the devotion of the feeling that we want to have, we take that block down. We take that block down and we take that block down. So my intention tonight was to give you some tools that I have been using in my own life To release the blocks, the presence of love within me. And it feels a lot better. Very special to be able to share openly what I believe so deeply to be true. And to have people who are so deeply receptive. It's extremely healing for me to do this work. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart because you give me an opportunity to grow more, heal more, and love more. So thank you so deeply, Los Angeles. I love you